today on the news and why it matters. Glenn Beck is back. That's yes. our top story. And blood will shoot out of your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, only Joe Biden's. Yes. Uh, we watched the crazy climate change debates, so you didn't have to. Okay, I'm just kidding. We didn't watch it. But we do have a best <laughs> of uh, highlights of it. And is the U.S. getting closer to a brave new world? A lot to get into. It starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by, as I said before, Glenn Beck, back in studio. Yes. How was California? It was good. Had a great time with Dave Rubin. Was really excited to be able to make the announcement that he is joining uh, the Blaze. And that is just the first of something that we're going to be announcing uh, before the first of the year, hopefully, that is um, game-changing. We're really excited. I hate it when we, you I know, I'm like, like well, can yeah. we know? <laughs> you guys think that we know, we're in on the secret. We're not. We yeah. want to know, too. <laughs> uh, and then we've got Mr. Jason Buttrell, head not, researcher of the Glenn Beck Radio Program. Not recently back from Los Angeles or California. No. no. So you not as cool. recently out of your computer digging for secrets. <laughs> yes, and when yes. I get away from that computer in that hole that you keep yeah. me in. It's <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of coming out from the computer, Hello. Aaron Colon here uh, from TheBlaze.com. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Uh, got a lot to get into, but first we want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. Um, Glenn, I know in the, over there in California where you just were, they, they're not too fond of, of the guns. No. <laughs> no. They're no. not. They're not too fond of the guns. No, they. they Would don't. they be okay with with laser bullets? Do you think? It, not, but no. But you'd have to have the gun. I mean, if you don't True. mind throwing the laser bullet, <laughs> somebody, it would be fine. Um, uh, I Target Pro is great. Uh, I I like to shoot, and especially if you saw what was happening with Walmart. Mm. They're now starting to pull back ammunition. Ammunition. All of this stuff is going to go through the roof, uh, and it's all going to be tracked. If I may recommend get giant barrels of ammunition uh, and bury it someplace because it's been lost uh, and then practice with iTarget Pro because iTarget Pro is a way for you not to use precious rounds um, and spend a lot of money. It's a, it's a laser bullet. You point it right to the target and you do it in your house. You point it right to the target. You shoot. It records where it hit on the target on your phone. You're seeing it now. Uh, and it's it's fantastic. It is a great way to shoot and have the the um, what do you call it? The finger control, the uh, trigger control, trigger control yeah. that you really really need. I love it. You can get ten percent off right now, plus free shipping if you use promo code News. You got to check it out. iTargetPro.com promo, promo code News gets you your ten percent off and free shipping. Uh, so the seven hour grueling climate change debate took place last Ooh, night. I want to see the ratings. Right. The ratings should be coming out about now. <laughs> Who watched it? I don't think Anderson Cooper even watched it. <laughs> I tried to watch it. I think I think we lasted three minutes. It's I insane. It. It's, it's literally a caricature. They're like, it's, it's literally a, like a South Park. The world episode. is going to end. I'm not spending seven hours watching yeah. climate change debate. Right. I'll just it do is, something better with my time. What's crazy about it is how much of Agenda 21, a book that I wrote eight years ago with Harriet Park, um, it's crazy how much is actually coming true now, where they're saying, oh, yeah, we got to control what you eat, you know, your health, control absolutely everything in your life. We're going to get rid of your cars. We're going to get rid of these things. I mean, it is terrifying. that this We're talking of total control. 
Yeah. Can't, I Total can't, control. I can't get over how the debate, which the debate should be, versus where the debate is. So the debate should be unfunded liabilities, our crazy national debt, spending, all, all these different things. But instead, the debate from the second most powerful political party in the country right now is straws and whether we should eat meat or not. Mm. What? It's absolutely insane. Yeah, and I, I think we have a clip of, uh, a couple clips of Kamala Harris. She, of course, you mentioned not eating meat. She's a big proponent of uh, not eating meat. And also, eliminating the filibuster, watch. The balance that we have to strike here, frankly, is about what government can and should do around creating incentives mm. and then banning certain behaviors. I mean, just to be very honest with you, I love cheeseburgers from time to time, right? I mean, I, I, I just this do. And, no and I think that, um, and, and, but there is, but there has to be also what we do in terms of creating incentives that we will eat in a healthy way, that we will encourage moderation, and that we will be educated about the effect of our eating habits on our environment. And we have to do a much better job of that, and the government has to do a much better job of that. We have, yeah. So, I mean, I'm Where just saying you love cheeseburgers. I mean, we all do. I don't know I whether mean, you, you know, from time to try time, the Beyond Burger, day, the Impossible yes. Burger, right? They try, but it's, right. it's not quite the same. That's my personal opinion. Um, but would but, you support changing the dietary guidelines? The, the, yes. The, you know, the food pyramid. But people yes. Are yes. To reduce and, red meat specifically. Yes, I would. If they fail to act as president of the United okay. States, I am prepared to get rid of the filibuster to pass a Green New Deal. <laughs> uh, a lot to unpack there from uh, dictator Kamala Harris. <laughs> Glenn. Uh, this is absolutely, and I think I said towards the beginning of the year, things are going to change rapidly. We are not even out of the parking lot yet. The next five years, you will, I've said this before, and everybody thought I was crazy. I said there's going to come a day where everything is upside down. What was solid is liquid. You won't understand it, and you won't recognize your country. And it took about 10 years for that to really kick in. I'm telling you, in the next five years, bigger change is coming, and you will not recognize anything. You will not recognize what America even is. I don't understand how millennials and the younger generation have jumped on board this party. I mean, by, by just, you know, design, younger people are rebellious, right? They don't like authority. And now they're jumping on board with a party that's like, I want to tell you what your diet should be. Because they don't think, you know, did you see the, um, did you see oh, the comedian uh, Dave Chappelle? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When he did the joke about his audience mm -hmm. and he said, who am I? And they were like, and they Donald Trump. Trump. And he said, no, I'm you. <laughs> because no one thinks that they're the ones that are going to be affected by it. Oh, I'm responsible. I'm, I'm a good eater. I'm healthy. I'm young. I don't have to worry about it. It's all these other people. No, no, no. It's all of us. And they don't see that that's going to deeply impact them. The second thing on that is the filibuster remark. Now, th this, th this is actually scary, and it shows you what they want to do. Now, it also shows you what's scary if you get someone radical, like you get a Warren or a Sanders or I think Biden will chill Kamala. out later. <laughs> or a Kamala. Um, if you get them, be and they also, if they also take the Senate, but they're not going to get a supermajority in the Senate, but they don't need it, and they're already setting that up. They're going to get rid of things like, the, you know, they're going to pull, they're, they're go nuclear. They're going to do that because they want to do these hardcore things. So I used to say... 
you know, it doesn't matter really who the president is because, you know, they're just going to get... Our system is designed so that they can't be... Well, we're not living our system. Right. And then especially, we're especially not going to... If they they take the Senate, oh my gosh, that's when the the country... You won't recognize it. You literally will not recognize it. It's strange. Do they think they're connecting with voters with this type of talk? I mean, the people that I know and talk to, they aren't dealing with trying to eat an environmentally conscious diet. You know, it's expensive to try to, like, eat uh, Impossible Burgers and vegetarian diet and things like that. Some people are just trying to get by. They don't have time to think about things like this, but they're doing a seven-hour town hall on this issue. And I'm wondering, who is that connecting with? Is that really doing anything for them as far as getting voted into office? And I hope that it's not, honestly, based on what I'm hearing. I will tell you that I was shocked, absolutely shocked, the change I've seen in Los Angeles. We keep hearing how bad things are and, you know, how crazy it is. I'm telling you, there is a fundamental change in the people that I know out in Hollywood that are on the left. Okay? Mm. And I can't say that they're on the left anymore. I would have, but they are liberals. They're not lefties. And if I heard it once, I heard it a hundred times. Are you kidding me? I'm not telling anybody. I'd never vote for a Republican but look at that field. Yeah. They're insane. I'll vote for Donald Trump. The, the, the problem with the people out in Hollywood, and I worked in that industry for a very long time, is that the sane, ordinary, like JFK-type you know, Democrats are cowards. They're absolutely cowards, um, especially the ones yeah, that have any influence. It. They will not say it. They the, won't say it. The Republicans, I judge them even even harsher, and even the Libertarians, they are double cowards if that's even a thing. You like the thing with the blacklists and all but that. You stuff. You won't work in that industry. Oh, you will not. You won't work in that industry. And but I'm telling you, never before these people. I know one guy who wants to run for you know like mayor of L.A. or something, um, and he is. He's he's argued with me on stuff and there's no way he would ever vote for Donald Trump. Uh, He's going to vote for Donald Trump. And he said to me, I'm not saying this to anybody, but if these guys get in our entire system, our country as we know it is over. I'm like, you should say that out loud to people. And lead, and he's like, "Oh no, I have no, I, I, you know, I might as well move to Montana in a life cabin. Will be ruined. Yeah, my life will be ruined. But there is a, there's a groundswell of this kind of talk, as you just said. Who's watching this? It's not connecting. It's only connecting with the revolutionaries. Everybody else is like, shut up. You almost can't imagine that the candidates saying it really want to be dealing with this type of stuff. Like, they don't want to live like that. They don't want these things to be reality, but they're just making what they think is a political calculation for what they think their party wants or the furthest left of their party wants. I think, I used to think that. I think these guys know this is not about climate. I mean, climate change, really then why did Barack Obama buy a $14 million house on the on beach? Yeah. Come on, we got 12. That's a, that's a crazy investment for 12 years. <laughs> why does the Green New Deal barely even talk about the climate? climate right. It's about universal know, basic income. and They know this is, this is the death of the free market, that if they can get that through, and I think they don't want to talk about it so much because they know what it's really about, and, you know smart people know what it's really about and it makes them sound crazy. I'm going to take over all of this industry. They're going to do it not for the climate. They're going to do it for control. 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of control, Bernie was out there calling for uh, population control, addressing it's population control. It's absolutely terrifying. Watch. Empowering women and educating everyone on the need to curb population growth seems a reasonable campaign to enact. (laughs) Would you be courageous enough to discuss this issue and make it a key feature of a plan to address climate catastrophe? Well, the answer is yes. (laughs) And the answer has everything to do with the fact that women in the United States of America, by the way, have a right to control their own bodies and make reproductive decisions. And the Mexico City Agreement, which denies American aid to those organizations around the world is good. that mm-hmm. are uh, that allow women to have abortions or even get involved uh, in birth control, to me, is totally absurd. So I think, especially in poor countries around the world, uh, where women do not necessarily want to have large numbers of babies, and where they can have the opportunity through birth control to control the number of kids they have, something I very, very strongly. Uh, support. <laughs> um, yeah, w- when you try and uh, I don't know, <laughs> reduce the population of poor people uh, and poor countries and places like that, they have a word for it. It's called eugenics. <laughs> so <laughs> eugenics is his platform, basically. It is amazing to me that the American military is so evil because we're killing people mm. when they're killing us. Okay, and we go and respond. <laughs> that's that's evil. But for us to say we're going to spend billions of dollars killing those people's children so they can go, you know, that that population can kind of wither out and die. That's insane. That's Margaret Sanger stuff. Oh, yeah. And the the U.N. has personally been involved and U.S. money has gone towards some of these programs down in South America where sterilization has actually been their program. I I kid you not. It's it's just pretty gross when you think about the idea of targeting, A, poor people, so you're targeting weaker people in that sense, and then you're targeting poor people's unborn babies. It's like, how far down the chain can you get? It's like, if you think there's too many people in the world, well, we're all a part of that, but they're just looking saying, who's the easiest that we can eliminate? And so they're pushing abortion and they're masking it in these ways of, well, we just want to provide birth control or something like that. This is really dangerous. You listen to this. Now go and read, I think it's the El Paso shooter, Read the manifesto that they wouldn't release. Mm -hmm. In it, he talks about the only thing we can do, the reason why I'm shooting people is because people are too stupid to understand uh, uh, population control. So the only way we can save the earth is if we start killing enough people in America to save the earth. Now, that doesn't sound like Donald Trump to me. That sounds like Bernie Sanders. That's, that's the rhetoric of, of the left permeating a psychotic mind. You start getting into what is the logical end of these policies when you say there's too many people, it's population control. Well, suddenly do you start saying you can't have this many kids? You, you know, where does it go? Or how about, I mean, Bernie's not young. Right. How about we just eliminate the old people? Yeah, that's the next on the totem pole once you get past <laughs> you better that. Be careful. You don't want to do that. All right, back in a minute. That, that, I mean, think of that. You have to have an Apple Watch so you know you're healthy. Before we get back into the conversation, I want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Glenn, how are you feeling these days? Feeling good been traveling too much yeah. um, but feeling good and relief factor has made all the difference in the world um, two years ago 
coming up on Christmas two years ago, I was to the point to where I told my wife as we were going away for the holidays, I can't do it anymore. And I don't know what that means, but I can't do it anymore. And uh, you've been with me where I've been plowing through stuff and just couldn't take it. I mean, I think you've actually carried me off of a plane at one (laughs) point um, because he was part of my security detail. I am not that way anymore. And, And it's because of Relief Factor. It's not a drug. It actually reduces the inflammation and it works. So if you are somebody who is in lots of pain, you want your life back, please just try the three week quick start. And if you've ever been on Glenn's security tell me you have to carry him off the plane, your back is destroyed. <laughs> You're going to yeah, want so relief factor as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get that three-week quick start. It's 1995, and 70% of the people who try it go on to keep ordering more. It's worth a shot. You can go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Um, we're, we're just talking about population control and how absurd uh, it's all gotten. We're one step closer to Brave New World now with what's going on and oh, Glenn? I, I think you know i just told jason that we have to start putting all these disparate pieces together mm-hmm. to show you what is being built um total and complete control and in china they call it a uh, social, social credit score mm-hmm. um here it will be you have to have the watch to make sure that you're taking your medicine, that you're eating right, that your blood pressure, that you're exercising. So it'll just be a company that is saying, well, you can't have insurance if you don't have the watch. And it'll all be monitored. But it all is going to tie together, and it's all going to be coming back to the government. Um, the the f- most frightening story that I have uh, read, because it's coming from Republicans, the Republican in, um, administration, we don't know where Donald Trump stands on this yet, but it's coming from his administration that one way to uh, have gun control is that you have to have an Apple Watch. You either then have to have Google Home or Amazon Echo, and it will listen to the conversations. And if someone seems unstable, then you'll lose your right to a gun. This is insanity this is why the second amendment exists that's an out of control government um and and we are headed head just head down all the way rushing into these arms um the the these corporations you know google was you know helped along financially at the very beginning by the CIA, by the United States government. They gave them a lot of money to help Google start. Uh, Why? Why? What are they paying? What are they getting back from it? What they're getting back from it is information. And we know that because of a protest that happened at Google just a few weeks ago when their employees were protesting and saying, Google should not, the Google employees saying, Google should not be giving the information about illegals that are here to the United States government. Nobody in the press said anything other than there's protest and, uh, you know, uh, rah, rah, Google. Wait a minute. They're providing information about where people are. They have always said they don't do that. We've we're becoming so dead and so numb because our life is so easy. We are we are we are walking up to Google like this. Just put the handcuffs on me right now. And I'm telling you, I I was in Los Angeles. I had 
a great conversation with some very high tech, you know, Silicon Valley people. And they understand and we don't, but they understand this is a this is total and complete control and no one is talking about it. And if we don't say right now what we will accept and what we will not accept, we'll all accept it. It's, it's like when you go to a bar and you're going to meet your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you haven't decided if you want to have sex or not. If you're a guy, at least, and you haven't thought it through and she's ready to go, you're going to go because it feels good and it's great. And what's the problem? You have to decide beforehand when you get into a relationship I'm, these are my standards. This is how far I will go, and I won't go any further. You still have the chance of breaking that, but you absolutely are going to plow right through it if you haven't thought it through first. We're not thinking any of this technology through first. We, we don't even know what we've signed up for. We don't read the terms and conditions. Nope. We don't know what we're accepting every time we update our phones. And we're in a position where what do we do? Our kids have to use technology. We have to use technology. If you don't, you're not a functional member of society. So you feel kind of trapped because you know that you're pushing yourself further into this problem, but you also don't know how do I get out and still function as society without being disconnected. I urge this audience, and we talked about it two days ago, uh, I urge you to look up BCI. Uh, it's Brain Computer Interface, okay? It is within a year of human trials. It, it is coming, and is we've talked about kind of with Elon Musk and his brain probes. This is, they, Zuckerberg is behind a lot of this. And they can now take your neurons, right? And they can read your neurons and they can, the algorithm changes that into a word. So they can actually read your mind. What's worse is not only can they read it, they can also write. So they can nudge you and write it. This sounds like science fiction. Nobody will look into it because, oh, that's crazy. That'll never happen. We'd never go for it. I'm telling you, it's BCI. It's happening right now. And you have to decide right now because you just had the administration, a conservative administration, say, you know what, let's just have Apple or Google monitor people at home, and uh, the watch can monitor all their vitals and see if they're getting too stressed out, and we'll take their guns away. Mm. Jason, we got about a minute. You let's could never go. say the joke anymore, oh, crap, did I say that out loud? Because, yes, you probably did say it out loud <laughs> if the algorithm's making you say it. Um, I, yeah, the, I was reading through that as well. Um, they talked about the, the using Google, using Facebook, using Amazon, all these other uh, companies. Um, so basically any social media post, you said, oh, my gosh, I killed my boss today or whatever, you know, completely, you know, completely sarcastic. But that would get something like that would flag you as being unstable. Red flag law, go grab his guns. I always wondered how in the world would they be able to even get the, the government's, uh, you know, intertwined with these companies like that. And I remembered a uh, uh, it was a congressional committee uh, that they broadcasted. It was about the deep fakes and AI. And I kept wanting to, I think I was watching it for you and taking notes, and I kept wanting to hear a lot about that. They didn't get into the specifics hardly at all. The only thing the legislators wanted to talk about was the Decency Act, Section 230. They kept saying, yes, but how would we be able to modify that? Okay, yes, but if we wanted to get involved, 
how, you know, what would we do? This is kind of scaring me because I see also the social media companies, the big tech companies, inviting government regulation. Because not only are they inviting it, they'll want to do, if it means taking guns off the streets, they will absolutely partner. They're encouraging partnership right now. They will partner because it's good for the world. And they know that they can't survive without that protection, without yes. that platform protection. They cannot survive. They're coming head to head. They will be intertwined. Yeah. All right, back in a minute. What did, what did, what did the chalkboard that I wrote? Remember? Mm-hmm. I said you're going to... In case you missed it uh, earlier in the show... Reminder, big news over here at Blaze TV. The Rubin Report is now coming to Blaze TV. You'll have Dave Rubin. You'll have not only access to his shows before everybody else, but you also have his complete library coming soon. That is, I mean, that is huge. And wait a second, but Dave Rubin's all right. Yeah, yeah. Right? So why, why do we have him? He's all right. Right, right. Just kidding, Dave. Uh, don't forget, Overtime is starting right now. You can only see it at blazetv.com. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. So, you know, we talked about the climate change debate, the, uh, what, year-long climate change debate that they had last night. Still going on right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> In the depths of hell. <laughs> um, and we didn't, we didn't get to mention, and I do want to, to talk about this, and I, I want to make it clear, I am not saying this to make fun of Joe Biden, because I am actually extremely worried about the health of Joe Biden, uh, but he seemed to, if we could, uh, if we could play, he seemed to have an issue in the middle of the debate. He, his eye became very bloody. I guess he Gosh. popped a, a blood vessel in there. Um, pretty gnarly to look at, but uh, he just, you know, kept going. Uh, apparently, we were, we were talking with Glenn earlier. Glenn said it can usually be caused by, you know, uh, high blood pressure or blood thinners or high stress. You know, obviously, he's under a lot of stress. He's under a lot of stress. Um, And again, I don't mean to make fun, but I think that it it does bring up an interesting interesting conversation about whether or not he really is is fit to be president, considering all of the things that have happened with him just since he announced that he was running. Yeah, I mean, he's... uh, If this happened to someone younger, maybe a little bit more physically fit... I'd be like, this is nothing. I, I probably wouldn't. I, but in the in the context of Joe Biden, uh, multiple aneurysms make this very, very worrisome. Mm-hmm. And, and I agree, this is no laughing matter. Like this is, this, it could be a very serious problem. The issue that I have with it is that no one's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And every time there's a uh, any kind of medical thing, that, anything that could even be connected to being medical with a presidential candidate usually you'll hear something about it. And we were talking before about, uh, you know, uh, I remember Donald Trump, would, would they'd take pictures of him eating fast food at McDonald's on his private jet, and they'd be like, wow, he might be easy overweight? I don't know, you know, that could be dangerous. Be might have a heart attack from that McDonald's fry. I mean... Who, who hasn't gone close to having a heart attack off of McDonald's fries? <laughs> worth um, it. <laughs> right, totally worth it. Um, but they don't want to talk about that. You have a guy, literally, we half expect him, like his nose to fall off, you know, while he's walking around, or his left arm. Oops, there went my left arm. He, he, he seems like he's that frail. 
and they're not talking about it. I try to put myself in the position of a Democratic voter and say, if I'm going to vote him into office, first of all, the stress is going to go up if he mm-hmm. wins. So that's not going away. Yeah. Is he going to make it? Is he going to make it four years being not necessarily just alive, but just fit to lead the country, to make decisions, to deal with the stress? And so you really do have to ask, who's his vice president going to be? Because that's going to come into play at some point, whether it's temporarily because he has a health issue or whether that's permanently for some other reason. And again, we don't want that to happen. We're not hoping for that to happen. But somebody his age, I think you really have to ask yourself that question when you're voting for who's going to be running the country for the next four years. Yeah, It's going to be, what's her name, Gillibrand? That's not the one. Really? Gillibrand. Who's oh, that? Gabbard. Military? Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, yeah. Not your mother. Like Gillibrand dropped out. <laughs> not your mother. She not, went not, back not, for not, some <laughs> ranch dressing. Excuse me. <laughs> she tweeted at me, by the I way. I know. She was mad. <laughs> if you guys missed it, Jason and I filled in for Steve Dace. What was it? It was the Thursday before Labor Day uh, weekend. And Jason made the bold assertion that my mother looks like it's uh, uncanny. If we still have that, please find it. But please it's don't. it's absolutely <laughs> For uncanny. My mom's they look sake. Very Let's For be my polite mom. to her mother. Come on. <laughs> but uh, Tulsi Gabbard, I, I think we saw what was that like? Not in this debate, but like a debate. Was it? No, it was in the last the debate. Second yes. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Where it seemed like her entire purpose was just oh, to back up Joe Biden. She's running interference for him on Kamala. Yeah. 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 And I would say it would be very, very smart for them to probably declare that pretty dang soon. Like, it's the moment she drops out, boom, just say, hey, she's going to be my running mate and do it. Does that help him win if he gets her? I, well, I mean, why is Elizabeth Warren topping Bernie Sanders? Because they're basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's probably just because they literally want a woman in the White House, right? Well, also Bernie's, he's pretty angry. and Always angry. Right? He's not, I mean, I, I personally think Elizabeth Warren is very fake and disingenuous, but at least she's not... So Constantly mean. screaming, yeah. He, he, he's, it's like a shtick. Like, he is now on my angry scale. He's the top. It goes from Bob Ross to Bernie Sanders <laughs> angry. So you're either not, you're, so you're very happy and you know, and sparkly, or you're Bernie Sanders. I do want to circle back to uh, something that we talked about earlier when it comes to all of these candidates, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, talking about um, how we need to curb eating red meat for the sake of climate. And I do find it interesting when you talk about, uh, you know, saving people and you talk about using, um, eliminating red meat as a means to help the climate. I would think if we were talking about eliminating red meat, we would be talking about the fact that the majority, you know, 40% of Americans are now obese, right? And the number one, the leading cause of death is heart disease in America. So you would think, think? I mean, they they start talking about banning red meat, and I'm like, oh, okay, so they're going to talk about the obesity crisis that we have in them. Oh, no, they're just talking about Remember when this was a joke, when the the cow farting thing was a joke from the Green New Deal, and now it's literally the platform of a seven-hour CNN special? It just shows how far these things can travel. We think it's a joke and we laugh it off, and then suddenly it's the debate that's happening. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not talk- I'm not saying I think we should be doing it, but I'm just saying, I mean, you would think if the argument mm-hmm. was we should be, you know, eliminating red meat from our diets, we should be changing the dietary uh, pyramid that the United States puts out, that that's it would be because so we, ca- we care about our people dying from heart disease and obesity, not because we might die from climate change in 12 years. Yeah, I, you know, what's interesting is that the way they're hitting this so hard now, and with a town, seven-hour town hall for crying out loud. Makes me tired I mean, just thinking about it. Look, I don't think we'll hear much more about this from the head, you know, the, the top brass after the nom- someone gets the nomination. The reason I think yeah. that is because I don't think, I think this is, I've always said this, I think it's Biden, I literally think Biden could fall asleep up there. 
I think he could just take a nap. That's kind of what's On the debate happening. stage. Yeah, that's kind of what's <laughs> happening. It'd probably be smart for him just not to say anything. I, I wouldn't say a word because right now I think they're going so radical because they want all those younger voters. Mm-hmm. They're fighting over all, like, you know, the Bernie crew, you know, the, his rabid fan base. And now it's like Bernie and Warren fighting over those same people. And now Biden is actually seeming radical now as well. Mm-hmm. He said that uh, the, the Green New Deal didn't go far enough. It's hard to stay in that field and not get pulled to the left, and I think he's feeling that pressure. Even though he doesn't have to, I think if he stood where he was, he'd be fine. But that's not how you win, you know, the general. So, like, that's why I think it's going to be a big-time shocker for all these people that, you know, once Biden gets there, they've heard him say stuff like like gun buybacks and all this, all these radical, radical things. That's not what middle, middle America wants to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not, the, that's not like the Clinton blue-collar Democrats. You know, they don't want to hear that. They don't believe in that. They all voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they, uh, if, if for all those people that voted for Trump, for all the ones that uh, skipped over from the Democrats to, to Republican because they saw how crazy everything was getting— for those that say now, okay, yeah, Trump's kind of annoyed me with the things he said, his rhetoric, all that, I'd switch over to Biden. Uh, they won't do that if he maintains how he's speaking now. Right. If he does, it's over. Because he's just going to be like the rest of them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then Trump will cruise to victory. Yeah. Uh, so I know that you guys thought that Donald Trump being involved in, with uh, Russia and his Russian collusion was the biggest scandal of his presidency. Or maybe the fact that he is a white supremacist, <laughs> very racist, that, that big scandal. I know you guys maybe thought that that was possibly the biggest scandal of his presidency. Well, I would like to inform you that oh. has now changed Hurricane Gate is going to be the one Did story to hurricane? finally <laughs> take the president down. No. 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 He did not. Disappointed. Yes, but he should be impeached because uh, apparently, I, I swear to you, it took me 15 minutes to understand the story today and understand why there was so much outrage. And then I realized, it, oh, it doesn't make sense at all. And there's no making sense of it. Uh, so apparently Trump showed a map during a, a meeting, showed a map of Hurricane Dorian's trajectory. And it appeared to include an addition showing the storm potentially affecting a section of Alabama. So for those of you listening on podcast, you're going to have to go uh, go online and, and look at this picture. I, we can tweet it out. But he it, it has this little broader section that appears to be, I guess, added that wasn't part of the original weather forecast. And everyone is turning this into this just this big uh, 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 storm of... Donald Trump altered this this weather map, and that's illegal. That's against the law. Why did he do that? He said that it was going towards Alabama when he wasn't. And my question is, did they not project it to go 10 million different places? I mean, isn't isn't that kind of what meteorologists do? Is they say, well, it's tra- we're tracking it. It appears to be, you know, headed this way. And then the hurricane changes, and then they have to like reprogram all of their systems that show where it's going to go. Right. Um, so the hurricane I did... basically went the exact opposite direction almost <laughs> than what's projected in that picture. I know. Yeah. And then so if you go and read headlines, there are headlines from several days ago that say that it was projected to hit Alabama. Yeah, weather is not an exact. Weather forecasting is not exact. We all know that. We've all been frustrated by it. I think it's funny if somebody or he himself took a sharpie and drew that on there. It's kind of funny. It's kind. It's of not funny. a scandal, but it's definitely. Helpful. Hilarious. The, well, the um, official yeah. account from what I read is so CNN did like a long form, like Vanity like Fair article. Sources, on, yeah, yeah, I was like, what? And in the article, it says that so it said a source that was at the meeting said that while they were going through all the projections, they put the average of like all the best projections, and that's what it was actually put there. Oh. And then they said, um, oh, but 
there were there were a few projections that had it going into Alabama, and they were like, "Oh, really?" And the guy that said that goes, "Yeah, check this out." Stood up, grabbed a marker, and went, "Yeah, it's like right there." And he drew it just ad hoc like that. And I don't think they thought that he was going to pull that out at this particular press thing. It wasn't so supposed to be. Was, yeah, it was in the yeah, back. It wasn't right made for display, and so right. here we are with the scandal. Well, right, and that clearly was not his intention. Right. I mean, no, President I Trump. Like that's. I don't think he was sitting there to... weather forecasting and saying. He's like, I'm going to trick them that. into. Nobody will see this black sharpie mark on here. <laughs> like, what, are we, what are we talking about? He wasn't right. fooling anybody. With that. I mean, but you do bring up a, a good point, Jason, because CNN and all over the internet, this is what people are talking about. People are talking about whether or not we should impeach President Trump for whether or not he drew with a sharpie on a weather map. Are you serious? More oh, talk absolutely. about this than about the hurricane that happened. Than about the, you know, what, the Bahamas? The people who have been... Devastated. You know. Absolutely devastated. Devastated. Not talking about that. Not talking about what we were just talking about with uh, the, the Amazon Echo and Apple Watch and red flag laws. Not talking about any of that. Who was going... Not talking about the crazy climate change policies... They're talking about uh, whether or not Trump should be impeached. Who is going to Trump for weather forecasting anyway? Like, if you're in the hurricane zone and you think it might be coming to you, were you going to Trump's Twitter to be like, well, what's going on with this hurricane? Like, I don't think so. I don't think anybody was hurt by that. No. That's me. To your point, Sarah, what the media is not talking about really is it's infuriating to me on a completely different subject, but along those lines. I tweeted something out a couple of days ago when uh, there was an Israeli uh, news publication uh, reported that Ilan Omar had exp- uh, um, had tweeted support for a group that was in Somalia. It was like a telecom company, and she was like, "Everyone needs to protect this telecom company because they're great and they're you know they're doing great things for the infrastructure in Somalia." And that company that she picked out was a group that's the primary financier for uh, Al Shabaab, which is Al Qaeda in Somalia. She's publicly saying that the government, the Somali government should, should support these, this group. This is not a conspiracy theory. The UN, which is a very dangerous white right-wing, you know, cons- you know <laughs> advocate, you know, for, they're all about us. Totally. The UN even put this in official documents. This is in the books that this is who this is. And she's going off saying that the people should support this person. Wow. I mean, but I couldn't find a single media source that talked about that. That's insane. It's way harder to think about than a circle on a map. Right. So people, That's you know. That's true. That's true. That's, well. That's how media goes right now. Except on theblaze.com where you can read all of the extraordinary pieces that Aaron writes that right. are not. Not about the Alabama weather scandal. <laughs> It's called Hurricane Gate. Hurricane Gate. Excuse like me. See, that's it, right? how you know I haven't written about it. I thought it was about a football game or something like that between Miami right? and Alabama. I wish. <laughs> uh, yesterday's poll, well, it says, will you be tuning in? So did you tune in to the CNN seven-hour climate change town hall? 87% of you said no because you respect yourself too much and uh, value your time. 10%, I love that this was an option. 10% of you said you're hate watching it. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that that was an option. 3% of you said yes, because I guess you hate yourself. I can hate watch the debates. I cannot hate watch seven hours of climate change. Exactly. It's too far. I, I think you should watch some of it just to see how ridiculous this has gotten. Well, that's what they have us for. Right, right. True. <laughs> they get the best of real, and or, they don't have to watch it. Or like I said before, you could literally just watch a 30-minute South Park episode, because that's exactly, exactly what they've the become. Nowadays. It's so stupid. What was it? Oh, it was the socialism convention that someone mm-hmm. put to South Park. It was so great. It fit perfectly. Perfectly. <laughs> but uh, imagine watch you t- every, everyone that's watched South Park. You could imagine them saying, "Now we have a CNN town hall where they're going to talk about cow farts and paper straws for seven hours." That is South Park. Mm-hmm. But they are just embracing that. 
wholeheartedly. That's insane. Oh, I get more and more terrified every single day. <laughs> uh, all right, today's poll, how would you describe CNN? This is an interesting one. Fake news, biased news, or real news? Jason, what do you think? <laughs> I think it varies. Well, I, I, it varies. It depends on the day. I think it's never real news. It's sometimes. Wait, fake did you not news. read the Hurricane Gate feature? Is <laughs> <laughs> that not real enough for you? Um, I did. I did get a, a breaking alert on my yeah. phone from CNN about Hurricane. Good thing, because you need so, to know. Thank you, CNN, for keeping me up to date. I. Uh, it's 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 a fine line between biased and fake. I guess I'll just go with the biased, and that's why I'm extremely critical of them. I think that's why they're the worst network in the entire field mm -hmm. because they are trying to pretend that they are in the middle, but they are MSNBC. But MSNBC, fine. There's nothing wrong with what they're doing. They're biased, and they let you know it, and it's up front. But CNN's trying to lie to the people and say, no, no, we're in the middle. An apple is an apple. Right. So sure. They're just the apple. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them bias. I mean, because you go on their website, and they do have some reporters that are doing legitimate work. But when you turn on the TV, really? you can, yeah, I think that you find some Yeah, I think so. Oh, don't put me nice. on the spot. I don't have any. Names for that. <laughs> like, could you name three of them? <laughs> <laughs> but you turn on the TV, it's no holds barred. It can get pretty crazy, so... Yeah. Fake news. Uh, mo uh, well, who would you say is the? I would say Fredo is the, the worst. worst of the of the TV anchors. He was the one Stelter. that did the the Trump aging thing. Oh, that's, that's hard. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fredo was the one who did the the aging Trump thing. But but you bring up Stelter, that's uh, tough. Don Lemon. I mean, there's so many. Oh awful. gosh! Now I can't. Pick. How can you pick? I mean, it's like um, I can't. Never mind. I take it back. The only one that's good, in my opinion, is Jake Tapper. Uh, and it's a travesty that no one watches him. I've seen his ratings. They're awful. Go somewhere else. Well, Go to MSNBC. Someone needs to watch you. He's I mean, got, well, he's gotten borderline. I've, I, he has kind of creeped over to the CNN standard way of doing things because I, I have always said. Oh, really? Yes. I have always said he is the most objective journalist on mainstream media. And lately, some of the stuff that I've heard him report on, I was like, oh, that's kind of bias there, Jake. Uh, and that's scary. Disappointing. You calling Jake Tapper fake news? Are you going on record with that? <laughs> no. No. I, he's so handsome and, and dapper well, and charming. I don't, wanna, I don't want to say that. But he was so, sorry, Jake. He was so good because he would slam someone from the right and he would mm -hmm. slam someone from the left. He didn't care. He's right. definitely the most fair. Right. Yeah. I don't see that as much from him anymore. Well, if, they're, if, 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 if the peer pressure over there has gotten to him, then that network is in some serious trouble. Yeah. All of media is in serious trouble. Hey, this is a great reminder. If but. you have not joined us, BlazeTV.com yet, those of you listening on podcasts, great reminder, now's the time to join. You can use promo code NEWS for $10 off of your annual subscription. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. See you guys tomorrow. Ugh. The world is crazy. Did you see the next? That's why I drink wine, guys. I saw something they were going to have another town hall. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.